What is up, Miami Dolphin fans? Welcome to the long-awaited next episode of the Same Old Dolphin Show. My name is Aaron the Brain. This is another solo show. It's been... Oh, I guess it's been about a month or two. It's been since the Senior Bowl that we have released a show. It's been a a busy couple of months. Uh, Josh has a new baby girl, and things are very busy for him, and that's why he is not on the show right now. It's been a busy couple of months for myself as well, as I have relocated. I am no longer in Tampa, Florida. I have moved back to my home in South Florida, living in Miramar, uh, excited to be back uh, in the home of our Miami Dolphins, and excited for this upcoming season after we sat through that painful year and a half for however long it was that we knew that we were going to suck, and then we sucked, and then we didn't suck quite as much as we wanted to suck, or as much as we thought we were going to suck, and here we are, the long-awaited off-season, building up to the draft, waiting to see how this thing is really going to finally get put back together by Chris Greer and Brian Flores to see what is the actual plan. It's been so exciting to hear that, you know, we we tanked, we tore everything down to the studs, and we're going to be doing things differently. We're going to do it the right way this time. And so it's been really exciting. You got all these draft picks, and you're just, you got all this cap space, and it's like, yeah, but we're gonna, we're gonna use it wisely this time around. We're gonna build this thing the right way. Well, today, first day of NFL free agency, um, amidst the chaos of this freaking coronavirus that has taken not just South Florida by storm, not just the state of Florida by storm, not just the country by storm, but the entire world by storm, uh, to the point where it appears that we're on the verge of total lockdown. It's, it's been surreal these last few days and it continues to get more and more surreal, uh, each passing hour with each little bit of news that comes out, just making things, uh, scarier and scarier. Major sports leagues across the board postponing their seasons, main events, major events, giant music festivals, WrestleMania canceled. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. We've never seen anything like this. But the NFL keeps going because you don't need to be in person to negotiate contracts. And that means that NFL free agency rolls on and we finally have our first pieces of the puzzle in how the Miami Dolphins are going to build this thing. And wouldn't you know it, the Dolphins are the talk of free agency, big time signings across the board, Byron Jones, welcome aboard, Kyle Van Noy, welcome aboard, Eric Flo- Eric Flowers, hometown guy, welcome back, Shaq Lawson, welcome home, welcome to Miami, and everybody is going nuts, and the Dolphin fans are excited, we're going to be good, 
And I'm sitting here and I'm like, have you guys lost your freaking minds? Do you all have coronavirus? Are you all warped from cabin fever already to not realize that we have done this a thousand times, it seems like, over the past 20 years? This is so same old dolphins. This is literally the same thing that we have done over and over and over again. The Dolphins have a bunch of money, and they just go crazy on a, spe- on, a, on a spending spree. It's just absolutely insane. The Dolphins are winning free agency once again. And if there's anything that we learn year after year after year, or you, you would hope that we would learn, it's that the teams that win free agency don't win Super Bowls. Hell, they usually don't even win playoff games. And the Dolphins are your prime example of that because year after year after year, it seems like we are the team making the splashy signing. We are the team that is out there winning free agency and we're never the team that wins playoff games. In fact, we haven't won a playoff game since my senior year of high school in 2002 when Lamar Smith was running wild, not like the Hulkamaniacs, but like, you know, like wildfire over Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts. It's been that long. Almost 20 years since the Dolphins have won a freaking playoff game. And it's been because of this formula. Because of the formula of... We've got to just, we got money. Let's just spend it. Let's just try to win now. And look, I get it. You got $98 million in cap space. You're not going to just be extremely frugal. You're going to spend a good amount of it, if not all of it. I just question the way that they're spending it. Because let's look at these signings. Let's look at the, let's look at what I think are the two signings that I think you could perceive as good signings and understand that, look, you're going to overpay in free agency. That's what free agency is. You know, you're not going to get free agency isn't where you get value. It's, It's why it's so important to build through the draft, because when you build through free agency, you're going to overspend. You're going to get in a bidding war and you're going to overspend for guys that you could get, you know, uh, 75, 80% of the production from guys in the draft. Granted, it's a bit of a crapshoot, but you're going to get that at a fraction of the cost. And that's why free agency is fool's gold. But, you know, in my mind, the way free agency should be treated is you're either going to get complimentary pieces you find value we've we've been told all off season all hell forget the off season we were told all of last year that the way this team was going to operate this time around was going to be that they were going to find uh the 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 faults the market corrections they were going to find the the value in uh, in, in the free agency pool, they were going to find the guys that, that fell through the cracks, not the guys that are going to make $15 million a year, $20 million a year, the guys that they get like 80% of that production for half the price, because that's good value. If you're getting 80% of the production at 50% of the price, that is good value. Well, the 
Dolphins went out and they they got the biggest signing of the day in Byron Jones, who was the number one corner on the open market, uh, considered the number 14 corner by Pro Football Focus, the number nine ranked free agent by Pro Football Focus, five years, $82.5 million. Um, That's a pretty penny for a guy who ranked as the number 14 corner uh, in the league and a guy that uh, is is a very solid cover corner and can play a lot of man coverage is very solid, um, but is kind of, he's not even a pro bowl. I mean, he could be a pro bowler because, I mean, he, he's only played corner the last two years. He, he uh, switched position from safety uh, and he, you know, he's considered a, He's been top 12 in coverage over the past two seasons. So that means you're getting an above average number one corner, which means you're getting a a very good cornerback. Um, So look, nobody's going to complain about Byron Jones being on this team, but now you're pairing him with Xavier Howard. And all of a sudden now you've got to ask, well, what's, what's the Xavier Howard uh, situation? Because this is a guy who, we signed to a ton of money and then uh he had kind of an up and down uh season before his season ended uh due to injury and most often fans just kind of gave him a pass uh because they said well uh you know what is it what is this guy playing for he just signed a huge contract he's on this team that's tanking that's not even you know playing really hard Give him a pass. He'll be he'll be back to his dominant self next year. But meanwhile, the Dolphins, uh, you know, they're paying him for the next. I mean, the guy's making you know fifteen million dollars a year, uh, which in retrospect <laughs> cheaper than what they're paying Byron Jones. Um, but. Uh, you know, they've got his signing bonus uh, deferred uh, to where they're paying him, you know, a million and a half dollars each of the next four years. And uh, people are talking, well, now they're going to trade him. So, all right. So we paid him all that money uh, to get, and we're going to be paying him uh, approximately, uh, you know, five and a half to six million dollars over the next four seasons whether he's on the roster or not to trade him. Well, I'm okay with that. If you're going to get multiple first round picks, but one, are they trading him? And two, are they going to get multiple first round picks? Because now this is also a guy uh, who really only had one elite season was up and down last year and now has a, a domestic abuse situation over his head uh my understanding of it uh cleared of charges but not necessarily of wrongdoing and so still uh potential for an NFL investigation still potentially a guy that could be suspended so that probably I mean that's got to limit his value I don't know that you're getting multiple first round picks I would hope so if you're trading him if we're trading him and we're getting multiple first round picks then I like the Byron Jones contract that much more but if you're not trading him I mean, I still kind of like the Byron Jones contract because then what you're sitting there and you're saying is you're saying you've got a cornerback tandem of Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. That's pretty damn elite. 
but you're spending that much money at one position. Uh, it just seems like a mistake that this organization has made a lot over the past decade, particularly uh, with with Jeff Ireland at the helm and with Mike Tannenbaum at the helm. It's just not, not allotting uh, a certain amount of money to a position and sticking with it, just going out there and just without much foresight, just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Um, so we'll see what happens with Xavier Howard, but it really calls into question the whole idea of that there's a plan. I mean, I, I wanted them to get Byron Jones. I, I thought, look, you need defensive backs for this scheme. You need playmakers back there. He's not a guy that necessarily makes a lot of plays, but he's just a rock solid cover guy. Um, and you, you add him to Xavier Howard and to Nick Needham and Bobby McCain and Eric Rowe. Uh, and then you go out and you, you know, maybe you draft a, a free safety, uh, or, or, an, or another corner, uh, to, to add depth there. And your, your secondary is looking damn elite. So look, Byron Jones, probably the best signing of the day, best player that they signed and probably the best value that they got. Um, although I'll still say, I mean, you're talking about the number 14 ranked corner, number 12 ranked in coverage over the past two years, and you're paying him, oh, 16 and a half million dollars a year. It's quite a lot. And it, it's a, it's an overpay, but it's not a huge overpay. And I, my stance has always been throughout the years that, uh, overpay for elite talent. Don't overpay for mediocre talent. And Byron Jones, while I wouldn't necessarily say is elite talent, I think he's a lot closer to elite talent than he is to mediocre talent. The next best signing of the day, Kyle Van Noy. And this is a signing that makes a lot of sense from the standpoint of this is a guy that Brian Flores was very familiar with, a guy that fits without a shadow of a doubt the system that the Dolphins want to run. He's versatile. Uh, he's a very good edge rusher. Uh, he can set the edge and play the run. He can cover a little bit. He can kind of do it all. And so I didn't hate this one, this edition so much. But then I looked at the contract and I said, four years, 51 million. Jesus, they're giving this guy like $13 million a year. I mean... That's that's like superstar money for a linebacker. And this guy's a very good player, a very good player, ranked number 16 edge defender in the league. So you're talking if you figure every, every team starts two edge defenders, um then you're talking a top 25% of the league, so arguably an elite edge defender, um and a guy that's versatile at that, so uh, a borderline elite player. But $13 million a year for a borderline elite linebacker? Not necessarily. Um, I mean, look, edge defender is a, is a valuable position. But in this scheme where we've been told time and time again over the past year plus since Brian Flores has been here about how this system isn't about the players that 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 rack up the big numbers this this system is about the system creates pressure so it's not about overspending and spending a bunch of money to get these edge defenders it's about getting a lot of guys that fit 
and then getting production from multiple guys in the system because the system itself breeds uh, production. And so I look at that and I say, well, look, you can love Kyle Van Noy and he could be a perfect fit, but doesn't this go against everything that you've been telling us for the past year plus since taking over that uh, you're not going to be that team? Like when we were looking at Trey Flowers last year, and Trey Flowers uh, got a similar contract. I mean, I'll look that up real quick. Like, you know, what did Trey Flowers get last year when we said, you know, he's a he's a perfect fit. Um, but then we decided, eh, it was too much. It was too rich for our blood. So we decided not to pay uh, Trey Flowers. Well, what did Trey Flowers get? He got $18 million a year. Um, yeah, so a little bit more. I mean, eh, maybe substantially more, but you're still paying $13 million a year um, for for Kyle Van Noy, and it just seems seems a bit much. But again, look, Kyle Van Noy is probably going to step right in and be a perfect fit for the defense and is going to be a very good player for the defense. So th- look, if it was just those two moves, I'd sit here and I'd say, we overpaid, but that's what you do in free agency. But it wasn't just those two moves. And these next two moves are just plain awful. There's no other way to spin it. Shaq Lawson, number 52 ranked edge defender by uh, Pro Football Focus. Ranked number 81 on the Pro Football Focus free agent list. Solid edge defender. Average. You're talking number 52 edge edge defender. You're talking, again, two edge defenders per team. That's going to make him, I guess, technically a below average uh, starting edge defender. I would say he's probably pretty average when you look at his pro football focus grades. um, And you look at the fact that he had his best year this year and he seems like it seems like the arrows pointing up so even if i want to be generous and say that he's a an average edge defender even if i want to say he's slightly average 10 million dollars a year are you kidding me for an average edge edge defender even a slightly above average edge defender it's just it's a ton of money. And it's, if, if the Dolphins were sitting in a situation where we didn't have $98 million in cap space, if, let's say we had $50 million in cap space, would you be okay with spending a fifth of that cap space on Shaq Lawson? $10 million a year on an average edge defender? $10 million a year is no drop in the bucket. Um, it seems like it when you've got this much cap space, but you know, what's going to happen next year when we've got other guys that we need to sign, when we want to give Devon Godshaw an extension, when we want to sign whoever the hot free agent is next year, when we want to give this guy an extension or, you know, uh, Ray, let's say we want to give Raekwon McMillan an extension, Jerome Baker an extension. We want to give, uh, you know, these other guys on the on the roster that are young and up and coming, what about two years from now? Are you going to want to be paying Shaq Lawson $10 million a year? And if the plan is, well, 
you know, that's okay. We're going to win now with Shaq Lawson. Are you kidding me? Like, are we back in this win now mode? We literally just tore everything down to the studs and we said, we're going to build this thing the right way. And it took us one year to say, ah, screw it. We're winning now. With with Ryan Fitzpatrick as our quarterback. Look, I know Ryan Fitzpatrick had a very nice year. But is anybody under the delusion that Ryan Fitzpatrick is taking us to the Super Bowl? Can he can he take us to the playoffs? Can he take anybody to the playoffs and win a playoff game before anybody thinks that somehow in his 15th, 16th, whatever season it is in the league that he's going to take this team to the Super Bowl? Why are we in win-now mode? We're supposed to be doing this thing the right way. That contract makes no sense. But that's not even the worst contract of the day. The worst contract of the day, by far, is Eric Flowers. Look, I know the Dolphins had a bad offensive line. Arguably the worst offensive line in the league. And arguably one of the worst offensive lines that we have seen in quite some time. And we need offensive linemen. We need guards. We need tackles. Hell, we might need a center. We might need five new offensive linemen. I get it. They're at a premium. But you just signed the number 30 ranked guard. Not tackle. Not center. Guard, widely considered. Look, look. I mean, look. If you have an elite guard, it's, it's a major boost to the offensive line. But if there's a position... On the offensive line that can be covered up. It's the guard. And you just got the number 30 guard. Again, each team starts two guards. So you're talking basically an average to slightly above average guard. Ranked the number 178th best free agent by Pro Football Focus. And I know. I know. uh, You know, you can't just say that Pro Football Focus is the end-all be-all. But by and large, they do a good job with these rankings. Once again, three years, $30 million. $10 million a year to an average guard. That's what we were paying a Pro Bowl center in Mike Pouncey. That makes him the 12th highest paid guard in the league. And he ranked the number 30th. The 30th ranked guard in the league. By definition... Terrible value. And again, why? Why? Uh, just just to give you uh, a, a sense of comparison. Uh, he, he gets $10 million a year. Denzel Good uh, was the next ranked, the next highest ranked guard on Pro Football Focus's uh uh, free agent rankings actually had actually graded out better, but Eric Flowers was considered uh, a slightly higher rank uh, as far as a, a prospect going forward. You know what Denzel Good signed for? One year, two million dollars to the to the Las Vegas slash Oakland Raiders, whatever you're they're going by these days. So you're telling me you could have had a comparable guard. For one year, $2 million. No long-term commitment. $2 million, so 20% of the yearly salary, 20% of the cap hit. 
And she gave this guy $10 million a year for three years. $21 million, or I'm sorry, $19.95 million guaranteed. Shaq Lawson got $21 million guaranteed. Again, moves that reek of win now. We don't want to take the value uh, pick that's that's low risk, high reward, which is what we did all last offseason and everybody lauded. Screw that. We're throwing caution to the wind. We're going for it. With Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback, with still a makeshift offensive line, and no certainty as to who we're going to be drafting as the quarterback of the future, and we're hoping that it's going to be Tua Tungavailoa, and in a perfect world where it is Tua Tungavailoa, no guarantee that this guy's staying healthy. This is a travesty of a start of free agency. I know it is exciting. I've been there time after time. I know how exciting it is to watch your team trying so hard to spend money and be aggressive and try to win. It's exciting because it gets you excited about now. But how many times do you need to be beaten over the head with the same nonsense before you learn your lesson? And it all comes back to we didn't fire the guy that's been in the decision-making room for darn near a decade. And that's Chris Greer. And we kept giving him a pass. I tried to raise questions. And people said, well, he wasn't the guy in charge. He didn't have final say. Now he's got final say. Now you can judge him. Well, here it is, folks. He's doing the same thing as his predecessors. And you're all going to give him a pass. That's what you're going to do because you're Dolphins fans. And that's what we do as Dolphins fans. I've been a Dolphins fan since the late 80s. I'm 36 years old. Well, I'm I'm 35. I'm turning 36 in a couple of weeks. So I'm getting used to saying that I'm 36 years old. And I've been watching the Dolphins since I was about five years old. So over 30 years, I've been a Dolphins fan. And I, you know, as a little tyke, I didn't necessarily pay much attention to these moves. And frankly, back in those days, there wasn't as much media surrounding the, the moves of contracts and whatnot. And fantasy football kind of, kind of changed all that. Now everybody wants to, you know, pay attention to team building, team building. And I love it. That's my, my favorite part of, uh, of it is, is the team building aspect. I mean, I, I remember growing up and playing Madden, uh, whether it was on Sega Genesis or eventually on, you know, PlayStation or Xbox or, or whatever you're playing it on, whatever system. And I was always the one that it's just pretty mediocre as far as gameplay, as far as when I'm actually, you know, on the sticks playing the game. But let's go into dynasty mode, franchise mode. That's my bread and butter. I'll spend a whole... I, I mean, I would spend nights where I start playing at 8 o'clock at night, fire up a bowl or an adult beverage, and, you know, before I know it, it's 5 in the morning and I'm like 20 seasons down the line in my franchise mode, and I've won, you know, countless Super Bowls, and I've seen 
superstar players that were in their second year in the league with, at the time that I started this thing. And they've since retired. And I've got, uh, you know, made up guys, okay, computer generated names like, like Oren Ilko, uh, you know, at quarterback. And, you know, I'll sit there and I'm playing, I'm playing for 10 hours. And the whole night has gone by. I'm passionate about the team building aspect of it because at the end of the day, if any Dolphins fan can tell you that's been a Dolphins fan for as long as I have, if there's one spot where the Dolphins have sucked, it's team building. And that's why we haven't won anything of any significance in my lifetime. Because it isn't about getting a free agency here and there when you're a couple pieces away. It's about drafting well. It's about making the smart decisions to build your team the right way and build a right the right foundation of your team so that you can build a contender for a decade like the like the Ravens have done, like the Patriots have done, like the Steelers have done. Like the Packers have done. Like the Seahawks have done. Not this team that Every now and then steps in shit when the, when Tom Brady gets hurt and they get, they, they sneak into the playoffs or, uh, they, they happen to have an easy schedule and things just kind of fall their way and all of a sudden they sneak into the playoffs, but then they get lambasted in the first round. And then the next year they're back to being a sub 500 team. That's been our experience as a Miami Dolphins fan, as Miami Dolphins fans. And so I'm ashamed to be a Miami Dolphins fan today. And I'm ashamed of Miami Dolphins fans that are jumping through the roof in excitement about what they perceive is a great day to be a Miami Dolphins fan. Because I've seen this great day countless times and what it ends up being at the end of the year, at the end of two years, at the end of three years, is it ends up being the same old Dolphins. It ends up being... An 8-8 eight eight team, it is the quintessential same old Dolphins. Now on that note, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up. I do realize that I kind of jumped right in and I kind of, uh, you know, left out our some of our plugs. First and foremost, the, the most important plug, which hopefully uh, doesn't get, I mean, well, it's going to get buried because it's at the end of this, but hopefully you've made it. Well, if you're listening to me, you've made it this far. So I'll just shut up and I'll just say it. We're part of the, Dol- we're proudly part of the DolphinsTalk.com uh, podcast network. Your one, Dol- DolphinsTalk.com is your one-stop shop for all things Miami Dolphins. And we are proud to be on their main feed and we're proud to be back. I, I speak for Josh. I know that he is extremely proud, uh, as am I to be part of this great network. So check out DolphinsTalk.com. Check out the, the DolphinsTalk.com daily podcast with Mike and, and Tom and the guests that they have on uh, frequently. They do an amazing job and we are extremely proud to be part of that network. Uh, follow our, our Facebook uh, at, at uh, Facebook.com slash Same Old Dolphins. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Same Old Dolphins. Uh, tweet at me, at Aaron the Brain. Tweet at Josh. Uh, at Dolphins Talk Josh. Uh, like, rate, give us a like, rate, review. Let us know what you think of the show on whatever, uh, you know, iTunes or whatever app you're, you're listening to us on. Give us a five star rating. That goes a long way towards giving us 
some more credence and really uh, giving us some more exposure out there. So if you like the show and you want to see it build, uh, do do me a favor, do us a favor, and 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 give us a five star review. And that that bout does it. So until next time, I'm not sure exactly when our next show will be, but we're we're coming up close uh, on the draft. Is just. Uh, a few weeks away. Hopefully we're all alive to see it. Um, it's been a crazy, wild, uh, couple of weeks with this thing, this virus hitting, uh, the U.S. So look, don't, don't be stupid. Uh, be, be safe, but don't go overboard and don't be panicking. The end of the day, love the people around you, treat them kindly, treat your neighbors kindly. And let's get through this thing together so that when it's all said and done, we can put our arms together, you know, around each other, have a couple of adult beverages, or maybe a bowl if that's your thing. And let's watch some Miami Dolphins football this season. So take care of each other in the words of the late, great George Carlin. Be excellent to each other. Until next time. Go Dolphins!